morning show. We got the one and only, ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee, the one and only Bishop Joseph Walker. Good morning. Good morning, Richard. Good morning to everybody. Thank God for everybody. I hope you have a great week today. Let me tell you, Ricky, you know, so many people go through life as believers and Oftentimes, we allow ourselves to be defeated by stuff that we never should because we don't really understand the authority we have as children of God. The Bible says, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And yeah, the attacks are going to come. The devil is going to launch strategic attacks against you to try to prevent you from getting your destination. But the reality is that we have to really understand the power and authority that God has given to us so we don't tuck our tail and always run. See, power is not so much in your degree or it's not so much in your bank account. It's not so much in your relationship influence. The power is in the name of Jesus. The fact is is that he's given you the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to overcome whatever comes into your life. You know, my children have a bad habit, man. Your God children have a bad habit. What they do, they take my phone and they say, Daddy, let me charge your phone. And I let them do it sometime and they put it by the charger. But they forget to plug it up. They got it by the charger and walk away and don't realize it won't charge just being by it. It's got to be plugged in. And there are a lot of people that wonder why you keep getting defeated, why the enemy keeps getting the upper hand. Because just by being by the church or being by somebody who loves God does not mean you're going to have the same authority they have. Maybe God is saying to you, take some time and plug in. You could understand the authority and the power you have. Because when you walk in that kind of authority, no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, that's a good word right there, Bishop Joseph Walker. And uh, we always appreciate you getting up, uh, joining us every, sing- you know, every morning. Let us everybody know how you can be reached and how they can find your books and your sermons. Hey, I want everybody right quick to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. Follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I'll point you from there to everything you need. And let me know you were listening to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. There it is. All right, Bishop. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Israel's military is ramping up its aerial bombardment and has once again called for civilians to leave northern parts of the Gaza Strip. Meanwhile, the U.S. is seeking to delay an Israeli ground offensive in hopes to save hostages and send more humanitarian aid uh, into the enclave. Uh, enclave. Uh, however, a senior Israeli official told CNN there will be no ceasefire. In other news, just two servings of meat, red meat per week, can increase the risk of developing type 2 diabetes, according to a new study published in the American Journal of Clinical uh, Nutrition. Swapping the red meat for plant-based proteins by comparison was linked to reduced diabetes risk. Lastly, we heard the family that prays together stays together. Religious faith can help a family feel more hopeful and united, according to a new study. Researchers analyzed interviews from 200 religious families and found that no matter the religion or background, their belief was a foundation for family resilience. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick rundown of this morning's headlines. For more news, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Well, the 6-1 and one Eagles beat the Dolphins last night, 31-17 to 17 in Sunday Night Football. Cleveland Browns pulls off a dogfight against the Colts. The Baltimore Ravens cool off my red-hot Detroit Lions. 
and the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Chargers easily. Uh, and of course, Taylor Swift was in the in the doggone book, VIP booth, dancing and stuff the whole game. It is what it is. Uh, the Texas Rangers stay alive. They beat the Houston Astros yesterday, and they force a game seven in the American League Championship Series tonight. Winner advances to the World Series. A little bit of good news for Bronny James. LeBron James' oldest son received a standing ovation at USC's annual hoopla celebration that kicks off the basketball season. He didn't participate in any of the uh, uh, competitions like the slam dunk contest or the three-point contest, but he did hit that Dougie dance. You know what I'm saying? He's still recovering from that cardiac arrest he suffered back in July. He's doing much better, still not 100%, but he plans to be back on the court playing this season with his teammates. Gary, what's up there, big dog? All right, y'all. Confessions is definitely good for the soul, according to a lot of celebrities. Now, we know that Will and Jada separated quietly. They've been separated for like six years and nobody knew about it. Now, Meryl Streep and her husband, Don Gummer, they quietly separated during their 45-year marriage. Now, they're saying that the Oscar-winning actress and um, the sculptor, her husband, called it quit six years ago also, although they remain legally married. Now, Don Gummer and Meryl Streep have been separated for more than six years, and while they will always care for each other, they have chosen y'all to live apart. A representative for Miss Streep saying her now the statement was first shared on page six on Friday. Now, Streep and Gummer were last seen publicly in 2018 at the Academy Awards, where the three-time Oscar winner was nominated for Best Actress for her role as newspaper publisher Kate um, Graham in The Post. Now, the Mama Mia star and her husband married back in 1978. Six months after they met, according to page six, now the couple has four children, and they're saying, you know, they're living apart. So this is the new thing, now the new trend, to separate from your um spouse, and don't tell nobody about it until 10, 20 years later. So right. congratulations. Isn't that not, could you imagine that life, Ricky, living apart? Oh, man, Rocky and Chris have been separated for years. Yeah, man. Years. <laughs> you know, I wonder about it. I not want to say nothing, yeah, honey. Right. So <laughs> congratulations to them, honey. Yeah, right. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is early espresso on the high end. You say early espresso, and on the low end, you say beautiful brown. That's your color for today. Brad, what you got coming up next in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, SNL parodies Jada Pinkett Smith and her memoir. Wait till I tell you what happened up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, and this hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the BRA 18. Y'all time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat-Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, Taylor Swift managed to beat out Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, which saw sales of $23 million its opening weekend. Uh, the Bad Blood singer held on to the top spot with $32.4 million, while Killers of the Flower Moon came in second place with $23 million. Moving on, the comedians on Saturday Night Live had some fun with all the buzz surrounding Jada Pinkett Smith's new memoir, Worthy as they spoof the talks <laughs> she's given to promote it over the weekend. So, uh, Ego, like the waffle, uh, Woden portrayed the set it off actress by appearing on Michael Shay's weekend update. Sorry if I seem a little tired, Ego said. I've been on the Today Show 14 times in three days. 
<laughs> Commenting on her secret separation from Will Smith, she said, the day we got married, I knew there was going to be trouble. At our wedding, someone stood up and objected. Who was it, Shay said. It was me. Yeah, it was me, she replied. <laughs> but it's okay. 23 years later, Will and I are still a unit, and it's because we have learned that the secret to successful marriage is never to go to bed happy. <laughs> wow. They, they so stupid. Oh, my goodness. All right, y'all, moving on. Some Dave Chappelle fans walked out during his stand-up show in Boston last week after he made remarks about the Israel-Hamas war. Lord have mercy, according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Chappelle is known to make controversial statements. We know that as he's faced heavy criticism in the past for his anti-trans comments. The half-baked actor reportedly condemned the Hamas attack in Israel earlier this month, which left more than 14,000 1,400 people dead, but also accused Israel of innocent civilians and committing war crimes and said the U.S. was guilty of aiding the slaughter of innocent civilians. Uh, the caused mixed react- this, this caused mixed reactions in the crowd. Some audience members yelled, free Palestine, while others walked out. Uh, we walked out and met up with many other Jews leaving the show. Never in my life have I felt so unsafe and so uh, fearful of what I was witnessing, one on- audience member said. Why does <laughs> why does Dave Chappelle always do this? Yeah, I mean, just I mean, he's the only comic that probably can do it. Yep. And I guess he just it, it just says how he feels. And he's uncancelable. He, he's and he uncancelable. don't care about right, you know, right, okay. Yeah, what's it called? He can't be canceled. He's uncancelable. Okay, yeah, because he don't care. He's gonna say what he got to say, and however he feels is how he feels, and. Whatever the backlash is, he takes it and he keeps it moving. <laughs> keep it pushing. He keeps yeah, selling out. If, if we said they're going to take our car and I and Right. Our <laughs> right. Right. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. But coming up next, we got Rock. Oh, Lord. We got Rock T's joke of the day. Rock T, yep. is it going to be funny, bruh? You already know, Briggity Tat. I know that would be a big no. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is about that time for Rock T. Joke of the day. Oh, get your popcorn. Get out your popcorn. Let's go, Rock. One day, Max went to see his old buddy Carl. And Carl had a big, swollen nose. Max was like, whoa, what happened to your nose, Carl? He said, I sniffed a brose. He said, what? There's no B in rose? Carl replied, well, there was in this one. <laughs> what? <laughs> he sniffed a brose. He sniffed a brose, dog. I, I got one, Rock. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe this will help you. <laughs> Maybe this will help you, Rock. <laughs> five ants rented an apartment with five other ants. Now they are tenants. Gary. Oh my God, that was that's a good one. It was cute. Tenet. <laughs> we get it. I got one. Oh Lord. Go ahead, Brett. What do you call an Eskimo lesbian? What do you call them? A Klondike. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do for oh, a Klondike boy? <laughs> Oh my God, y'all coming up next. You won't believe what this man dressed up as to rob a 
multiple stores. I got to admit it was pretty creative. Details up next on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Let's check this out, Ricky. A, a suspected crook has been accused of going going on an all-night crime spree uh, in a Polish shopping mall. In a Polish shopping mall. Sorry, Polish. Uh, after pretending to be a mannequin and get locked in. So the 22-year-old suspect faces up to 10 years in prison for allegedly hunting throughout the Warsaw Mall once everyone left for the night, stealing jewelry and clothes and treating himself to two restaurant meals. So police released a photo that said it showed the suspect early with the bag in his hand, frozen motionless, pretending to be a mannequin in front of the shop window. So mm-hmm. after the shop center closed, uh, the crafty crook plundered a jewelry stand and swapped the clothes he was wearing for new ones after crawling under a partially closed shutter of another store, according to the police. But the suspect's luck eventually ran out, y'all, when a security guard spotted him and called the police. The man who was also accused of plundering another shopping mall where police said he stole uh, money from cash registers and and tried to grab other items from stores after closing time. Now they got to know a man. I mean, how do you not know that this it's a it's a person and not oh, a mannequin? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but uh, that was a white dude, a black dude, never would have been able to commit that crime because he ain't no check- black mannequins. <laughs> yeah. yeah, number one, and then number two, he wouldn't have been able to check. Uh, he would have been trying to check that damn cell phone to check them text messages. Uh uh-uh, uh, you stupid. <laughs> and on Instagram, social media, you, we can't put that damn phone down. But that dude stand, stood there a long damn time, boy. That that would have been hard for us to do, especially Kay. That's a lot for some clothes. Yeah, Kay, you ought to try that at Green Brow Mall. He <laughs> <laughs> don't. Well, hell, they ain't got no stores left. So. <laughs> <laughs> And then they never sneaker stores and jewelry. That's <laughs> okay. And all the black hood malls, that's all they got. Sneaker stores, jewelry. And then they to sell them hip hop clothes. Hey, yeah, yeah, you need, you need to do a top, a top 10 thing that they got in the hood malls when Macy's and uh, JCPenney and Sears is. And all is them left. done left. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah that, that, that would be good in, in Wingstop. And wing, chicken wing. They ain't even got Wingstop, they got American Deli. <laughs> Somebody tell Jada Pickett Smith to leave us alone. Why? Why you keep giving us stuff we don't ask for? She's doing a book tour right now. I guess the book is called How to Publicly Embarrass Your And it's probably a great read. It's probably going to be a New York Times bestseller. Because if she don't know how to do nothing else, she knows how to publicly embarrass this man. She done told us that her and Will ain't been together since 2016. Why we need to know that? Why do you think that's great news? Do you not forget how you guys lie to our face all the time? Remember when the news came out that you spent the whole month of July with August inside of you, like you got your months mixed up? Remember that? And then you went and drugged this man to the red table talk looking like he was half past death. Looked like he'd been crying. He said he was tired. Whatever. The looked awful, all right? And you had that sitting across from you, and you were like, we ride together, we die together. Bad marriage for life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ryan David. That's Ryan David's right, Kane. Yes, sir. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T in the color of the day, Gary. 
Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. R&B legend Brian McKnight's son, y'all. Brian Jr., y'all. He announced, y'all, that he would not be changing his name after his estranged father, R&B singer Brian McKnight Sr., named his infant son with his new wife, Brian Jr. Well, they're saying y'all, that Brian uh, McKnight has been estranged from his eldest son, who up until now, y'all, carried the name Brian Jr. Well, now they're saying that his eldest is no longer a junior. Now, they're saying in a move that can only be as a Disney, they're saying Brian McKnight Sr. has changed his name to match his youngest son's name. That means his eldest no longer shares his father's name and as of such is no longer Brian Jr. Now, they're saying that Brian. Yeah, but they said Brian McKnight announced on Instagram that his legal name now is Brian Kiono Mayoko McKnight Sr., meaning his youngest son now is Brian. <laughs> it's Brian. That is so confusing <laughs> and unnecessary. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Him and his so son ever did it, they wasn't getting along, honey, because he said he refused to have his son a junior, which his new Chinese wife or whatever she is. Got um, she named her son Brian Jr. So now Brian McKnight Senior changed his name to match the son's name, which is Brian Keono Mayoko Jr. So Man, he took just, his wife's last name. Is that yeah, what those names come yeah. from? Yeah. Wow. So, just come out with a new song. How about that? Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, he Brian put it out there. He said my legal name now is Brian Keono Mayoko McKnight Senior now, and they're saying you know that he put it out on his new album, whatever, and he's saying that you know the singer songwriter is loving his new son, and now he and his other son is no longer Brian Senior. A junior. It sounds like he's being spiteful. Yeah. Oh, no, no, he is. They say he's being very petty. But it's obvious. They just must really don't like each other. Yeah, I've heard a lot of I, stories, man. Yeah. They don't get along at all. Wow. Yeah, but, I mean, that's sad. Though. I'm thinking about changing my name in hell. So, <laughs> so what? Garisha? Garisha? Yeah, Garisha Hayes. Hey. <laughs> now, nah, I'm going to change that because, honey, but congratulations to Brian Sr. and Junior and the other one. So, all right, another celebrity news, y'all. Oh, my God. Dale Curry, honey, spoke out. You know, now we all know that um, Steph Curry's parents, honey, his dad, Steph, and mom, you know, they recently went through a turbulent divorce. Now, they're saying now that Steph Curry's daddy is now officially married to Steph Curry's mama, boyfriend, ex-wife. What? Oh. <laughs> Steph? Yeah, they just switched up. Yes, yeah, they just switched up. That is ridiculous. What is wrong with the world, y'all, honey? They said his new wife, they, you know, her name is Nikki, and they were saying, y'all, that Nikki um, was the um, ex-wife of his um, mama's um, new boyfriend, and now they're saying, honey, that Steph, um, the daddy, went on here and got with Stephen, which is, that's the mama's boyfriend named Stephen Johnson. He's a, a millionaire, Bish Charlotte Bissima. They're saying, so now the daddy then took the um, mama boyfriend, wife, and now they together. I'm confused. It's too many damn. It's so many damn women out here for you that you have to go do that, and she ain't even that fine. I'm I'm looking. I'm looking at the pictures. She just okay. She real basic. That's sitting on the first four rows of them NBA games that you can have. You still carrying that? You can't pull nothing harder than that. Come on, on, man. man. And then that fine wife you used to be with. Yeah, because that part. Yeah, Steph Curry, mom is beautiful. Yeah, but that's old news though. He was tired of her. Uh, He was tired of her mess. I'm just, I'm just saying, if you gonna get some, go on get some. You got, yeah. she got to be finer than the first wife. If that's what you gonna do, you that can part. do it. Yeah, well, I'm not trading in a 2019 car for a 2019 and a half car. <laughs> <laughs> trading in a Jeep Wrangler for another Jeep Wrangler, <laughs> right? <laughs> Trade up, do something, right? This one you even got the lift kit on it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
nothing. It's a stock model. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even got the big wheels on. No, they love each other. Regular ass. <laughs> Ain't even got no get you a white drop. woman. Get you a white woman. Don't get you an old yeah. basic model. Yeah. <laughs> That's get you one, get you one. Off the showroom floor with the kid already on it. Right, Tell okay. him about it, man. Well, he's in love, and congratulations, honey, to Mr. Curry and his He's holding mother. her hand, dragging her across the basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> his stomach big. He's just looking like, like oh, damn. Come on, damn. And, and honey, um, Miss Sonya Curry ain't even bothered, honey. She's like, you go in here for her, honey. about to sit over there laughing at it. <laughs> she is. Honey. Is that all you could do? So anyway, honey, congratulations to the Currys. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is early espresso. On the high end, you say early espresso, and on the low end, you say beautiful brown. That's the Kahlua for the day. <laughs> yeah, man, if you're going to get some, man, go on and get some, man. You you holding her hand at an NBA game, walking across the court, bro, like you got some. We looking at you like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's another morning show. I got the record call. The phone line, the wide open. Get at your boy, 8669-Ricky. Here we go. Here we go. I'm calling from Dawson, Georgia. It's our homecoming. Everybody in Dawson, wake up, wake up, wake up. I'm calling from Tampa, Florida. I want to wake up Teddy and Keon and Keisha and the whole Tampa Bay. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Hello, Levy, Evansville, South Carolina. Evansville High School class of 1975. Get up, get up, get up. We got things to do. I'm calling from Cleveland, Ohio to wake up everybody in South Carolina. I'm waking up all my friends there in South Carolina. Brenda, Faye, Pauline, everybody wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. Oh, yeah, hi. Is this, is this a cat hospital? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. How you doing? Um, good. My fiance, her cat, we, we're having a problem with it because it's like, it's just really unpleasant to be around. It has an unpleasant odor to it. Okay. And I don't, and we're really like concerned about it because it's been going on for a while. Stupid question. Is it from the front of the cat or the back of the cat? It's just her whole cat. It's oh. got this real unpleasantness about it. And we've tried everything. I mean, we've shampooed it. We've, uh, and that was, that was hard yeah. to do. Yes. Cats don't like being bathed. She was even going to shave her cat and, and, but. I didn't think that a cat would you know, that well, would be good. Chances, that could be dangerous. So yeah, especially for you guys trying to shave the cat. Oh yeah, we tried to shave it. I even sprayed Febreze on our cat well, to it, try to make it just more tolerable. I put my face like right down there by her cat. Well, you know, and, there's probably something going on that needs to be checked out. And she Man. probably just needs to go ahead and just pay for the doctor to look at her cat. Yes, it's forty five dollars <laughs> for the office visit, and that's really all she would need up front just to come in and see the doctor. Now, the doctor would be able to, you know, examine the right. cat, 
let her know what's going on, and then we can certainly give you how to get rid of it, um, you know, if it's anything serious. No, uh-uh, no, we don't want to get rid of it. We just want our cat to stop smelling so wow. bad. Wow. Okay, so let me get this straight. As soon as she comes in, he can get down and take a look at her cat. Yeah, we... We work by appointment, but the uh, doctor here, usually if you call, you know, that same day, we can get you in if you okay. call early enough that same day. I got appointments this afternoon and plenty tomorrow, so you can just give us a call. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to call her now and okay. have her to call because we got to get this situation yeah. straightened out because it's really like, and, affecting our relationship uh, with well, not being able to get closer to her cat. Well, good. Over the phone, it's really hard to determine what's going on. But And that's what I told her. I said, yeah, I yeah. said this cat is sick. I mean, yeah. the bottom line is this cat is sick. There's something definitely well, wrong with yeah, the cat. Yeah, cat's should not smell. We can get it checked out for you guys. She said, if you're not close to my cat, then you can't be close to me. Well, I think we can get this all corrected. Now, do you guys take uh, uh, Medicaid? Because she has Medicaid. Um, no, that's just for humans. Well, I mean, she is human. I, I would think Medicaid would cover her cat, but, I mean, I don't know. Man, you need to stop. Hey, cat, you need to stop, man. Man, we been... Now, y'all know they're going to call us in a meeting for that, man. I'll be down. Cat should I'll not smell. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, Morning, Morning Show coming up. Black Tony. Oh, I ain't never been this terrified in my life, son. Bro, it's not. It's, it's, it's the week of the Magic City Classic, bro. You can't. What? Cause I'm not gonna be there today, and I need. I need you. I ain't never told nobody to call the police on me, but I need you to call the police. On who? On you? Yes. Why would I call the police on you? Cause I'm missing. <laughs> I need you to put out a missing person. Talk about an Amber Alert. Yo, because I'm missing right now. I got drunk last night. I got drunk last night and I passed out when I woke up. I don't know why I'm here. So we need to put an Amber Alert out on uh On me because I'm, cause I'm somewhere, but I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> what, what, what's your location? I don't know. You don't see nothing look just, familiar? No, I'm missing. I'm, I'm on the street, but um, I was so drunk that I don't remember what. I don't even know what I had on because I ain't got on. I got on just drawers and a t-shirt. <laughs> Please put out a missing person. Tell them, tell them to look for me, son. Can you just walk into one of the stores that's open and ask? Where yeah, you well, are? yeah, where you? Where, where you? I met somebody else. <laughs> Who else you at? Somebody I don't know. They might be sex trafficking me. Oh no. <laughs> oh, you kidnapped? Going on. I might have got kidnapped, Rob. You might have said it right. Oh, is anybody there with y'all? Do they have you tied up? You're not tied up, is you? No, I ain't tied up. I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here on the couch. <laughs> is anybody there? I don't know. I'm scared to get up. <laughs> get what, what kind of furniture do they have? Is it a nice house? Or are you in the suburbs? Or are you in an apartment? Nah, it's a couch from Red Silver. I know my grandma got the same couch with the little black and gold coffee table sitting in the front of it. And the black leather couch. That black lacquer. Y'all got the black lacquer set. Yeah, it's that black smoke glass. That smoke glass on the tabletop. <laughs> and the little nightstand. The little uh, end table next to it. <sighs> black Tony, you called us. Why don't you just hang up and dial 911? Why you always got to come up with a good... Hey, look. <laughs> can I just come in tomorrow, please? Can I just can I just get off for the rest of the day until I figure out where I'm at? Yeah, you want to? Do you still want to say I'll write out a police report? <laughs> no, I just thought about it. I got a warrant, and if they find me, they gonna lock my ass up. <laughs> Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money? How much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? <laughs> Wait a minute, say what? Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money how much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who was that kid? Just a kid. Just random two kid. random little kids. Right. Doing a math question. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. All right, Ricky's Mountain Morning Show. Y'all, Gary got the T and the Kahlua of the day. Gary, what's going on? Good morning, Special K. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Hey. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Y'all, Ricky, women all over the world are raving, honey. Miss Kim Zozak, baby. Miss Kim is making an announcement, and women, they saying, are jumping on the bandwagon. Now, the Kim Zozak, you know, she's the former Real Housewives of Atlanta star, and, you know, she's definitely in the midst of a very, very messy divorce, y'all, from her estranged husband, Mr. Croy Beerman. Well, they're saying it appears, y'all, that Kim is ready to move on with her life and they're saying honey she's ready for the next man in her life and it's being reported that Kim is letting the world know that she recently underwent vaginal rejuvenation surgery to get herself right baby for her new man now they're saying Kim said quote obviously honey I've had six children I've had them all naturally so when I'm running or even when I sneeze honey she said a little bit leaks but honey she said that bothers oh. her greatly she oh. said in the Instagram post she wow. said but honey she's letting the world know that she said she, uh, she's definitely with the best doctor as Dr. David Matt like, and he's an African-American doctor. She said, quote, I'm with the best in the country doing that today. So I'm very, very excited about it, honey. And women are raving, Kim Yon. They're saying, honey, congratulations to her because, you know, women need to move on with their lives and do new things. Because, y'all, you know, men, y'all, you know, do men bad, do uh, women dirty and stuff. Got so they got to move on. She got that hokey pokey. Put your <laughs> left foot in. Take your left foot out. You put your right yeah. foot in and you shake, shake it, it all about. about. <laughs> you do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. Hey. That's what it's all about. Hokey pokey. <laughs> <laughs> But congratulations, Kim. I mean, that's a good thing. They don't have surgeries for men. Men can't do nothing. I mean, she got a new endorsement deal with the Gap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good to strengthen your muscles throughout your body. Yeah. Strong muscles are good. Yep, so congratulations, yeah. honey. Because I like Kim Zoziak, honey. She's a great person, honey. And, you know, she needs to move on with her life, honey. Croy did her dirty, trying to sell a house on her and all kind of stuff. So, honey, move on, Kim, and do what you need to do, child. All right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. On the um, lines of Housewives, it's being reported, y'all, that ex-best friends Nene Lease and Cynthia Bailey, y'all, kissed and made up, y'all, after breaking friend, their friend contract. They're saying, y'all, you know, they've been broken up friendship for a whole while, honey. And, you know, Nene and um, um, Cynthia were talking y'all but now it's being reported y'all that they are definitely back friends again they bumped into each other several times and they didn't talk to one another but now they are back friends communicating which you know they say communication is good for the soul and women need to and men as well when you fall out with your friends you need to get back friends with them honey and just you know love them and do what you need to do with them and i'm glad that cynthia and nini are back friends because you never know they may be coming over there on um tv show soon so because they both of them not working right now, so congratulations and hopefully that they, you know, do something on the circuit. 
All right, moving on. In my final story, y'all, it's being reported y'all, that Krishan, honey, y'all know Krishan, honey, with Blueface, honey, that's Blueface baby mother, where it's being reported y'all, that she was out the other day, honey, with her six-week-old child baby, greeting the fans or whatever, and they said she had a scandalous outfit, but the tears were everybody's raving about it. She was only charging a little few dollars to take a picture with her and the baby, honey. They said she was charging, honey, for her meet and greet. And if you want to take a picture with the baby, the six-week-old baby. Who gave her now? Krishad and, and, and Blueface. You know, that's a... Um, oh, oh, oh. That, that her, yeah. Ooh, I but saw an argument with them in the car. It oh, was toxic Jesus. as hell. Yeah, honey. Why they together? That's what everybody wondering. People wondering that, honey. Why are they together Ooh, or why they were together? That aggravates you that bad. They was going in on each other in the car. Somebody went live and they was arguing about something. Yeah. That, that's, that's, I, I, man, that wasn't good. When in my 20s, my nerves, that made my nerves bad. Yep. Yeah. But that's, that's the new love, though, Ricky. You know, you argue and fight with your friend, honey. Then you no. go have ice cream, honey. So, I don't know, but... You said the baby's only six weeks? Six weeks old, baby. Oh, my God. I know, yeah. Six weeks old, honey. And she decided, honey, she would go out, honey, and make a piercing. And she took the baby with her, and you had to take pay a little change. So, so Brad, is, is he a rapper? Like, he make like he make a lot of money? I don't know. I know he a rapper. I don't yeah, know if he makes a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, he probably do. Yeah. What kind? What kind of fight? What he got like a cult following or something? Yeah, now, what does she do? They they on uh they got a show on Zeus. Okay. So you know it's it's fighting. It's it's just you know how Zeus stuff be like. Everybody be fighting. That's the same thing that Kurt Franklin's son was on with all the boys and they was fighting and. Uh, right. the, the girl from uh, Bad Girls Club, Natalie Nunn, they used to fight on Bad Girls Club. Now her show is like on that on that Zeus too. So uh, Jocelyn Hernandez show on there. So they like oh. all about fighting and just drama and everything. So right. that's the show that Krishan Rock and Blueface is on the network. Yeah. So it's just all about just drama. But their stuff is like real and it's crazy. Like people be praying for the baby and like she just. Yeah. She don't really know what to do. Like, if she did they, I don't know. They Allegedly, she don't really listen to people. And she really sprung over him. And he don't care. He got another woman. And he got another kid. And he be with the other woman saying that's who he going to be with. And it, it's just too much. Yeah, they started me smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, make you nervous. You huh? will. It make you nervous, man, especially because there's a baby involved. Right. Yeah. Oh, and, and it was so too. He just got engaged to his new girlfriend. Too, oh so, my huh? God, did he? So you know, yeah. Oh so. Lord, see, yeah. I don't keep up, Lord. Yeah. See these youngins, Taylor in here. She know all about it. Yes, Lord. <laughs> you just gotta pray, honey. Just keep them lifted, y'all. Uh-huh. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is early espresso. On the high end, you say early espresso, and on the long, you say beautiful brown. That's your Kahlua for the day. Mm. Oh, that was beautiful. Y'all give it up for Gary yeah. with the tea. Oh! Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Ricky Smiley Morning Show, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time, man. This morning we got a special guest joining us. Please welcome legendary comedian, actor, producer, and philanthropist. You may know him for his role of Detective James Carter in Rush Hour. Please welcome the homie, Chris Tucker, to the show. I'm going to talk airport right now, man. They got me. They got me walking through the airport right now. Hey, well, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it, man. Speaking of the show, uh, the Legend Tour. What made you want to get back out there on the road, man, and go back to where it all started? Because every time I get mad nowadays, I still be saying, "Stuff, 
man. <laughs> I, I heard that, man, and I was saying that I'm glad that I'm working, man, just still working. And, uh, you know, as a comedian, I can get out on the road and still touch my fans. And uh, it's just a blessing, man. It's just a blessing to be out here. So. Is this old school beginning Chris Tucker when he first Def Comedy Jam version? Is Or is this some new stuff? Is it a mix of both? Give, give us a little idea what we got to look forward to. Well, it's definitely new, man, because, you know, comedy, um, well, I'm, I've been involved in Def Jam and, you know, uh, uh, as a grown man now. So you're going to get a lot of uh, uh, new stuff. Uh, and, uh, man, it's just, it's just uh, like Def Jam on steroids because now, you know, I'm grown. I've, you know, perfected my craft. So there's no way I can't go. I had a, I had a whole life, half a life. So it's just a lot of fun, man, and, and I love just being there right in the moment. Stuff happens in the moment, man. I'm doing everything in my show, you know, because I sing and I'm doing a lot of acting because that's my that's my strength. You know, I can go into any character I want, you know, and then my life. It's just everything. When you come to my show, you're going to go like, man, how did he have that much energy? I don't even know how I have this much energy in my 50s. It's like I'm 25, man, so it's great. Come on, man. Come on. Hey, Chris, this is Special K, man. How you doing, brother? What up, Special K? What up, Pippin? Hey, look, so are you going to be filming any of these dates, man? Are we looking maybe at a new stand-up special anytime soon? Yeah, I'm going to turn it into a movie, man. I'm going to turn it into a movie like Eddie did Raw, and uh, this this going to be the one, man, because this one I had really had time to go out and really uh, get into the club and, 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 and work it out, and, and, and that really uh, what I want to talk about, and there's going to be a lot of other stuff in it, too, man, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. That's what's up. Chris, what up? Thank it's your girl, Brad Tad. How you doing? What up, Brad? I'm doing good. I'm doing congratulations Thank you. Baby. Thank <laughs> you so much. We want to know what's the biggest challenge of being funny on stage compared to being funny on the big screen. Well, you know, on stage, it's a show. You know, you got to tell a story. So you can't just get up there just telling jokes. All, you know, with a great comment, you know, like Richard Pryor had something to say. So you got to put all that together and really think it out. Uh, how, what got you through uh, life and what got you through uh, hard situations and all types of stuff. And, and then sometimes the challenge is, is talking about people you love. <laughs> sometimes you got to talk about them, you know. But yeah. always, always, treat, always keep the respect there. And I always say, if they're in the room, I won't talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, yeah, it's all, it's all a whole block. <laughs> so, Chris, this is Gary with the T. So what are your thoughts what about the kind of how we doing i hadn't seen you in a yeah, couple you of years rolling man you be having me rolling <laughs> well thanks for listening and watching chris so chris so what are your uh, thoughts about the comedy game of today compared to the early 90s when you started out and what would you like to see moving forward you know what it's great man it's great it's a lot of restrictions you know a lot of things you can't say like in the 80s you say a lot of stuff and then you might not really mean it for bad but you said but now so i think comedians gotta be smarter and got to dig deeper to, to get your point across without, without insulting people and try to be respectful of people, but still have fun and, and get and get your joke across cleverly, you know. That's all yeah. it is. Just be a little smarter. That's it. Chris, what, what's, what's Chris Tucker doing when he ain't on the stage or when he's not filming a, uh, a movie or whatever? What's, what's, what's your downtime like? Like, what's, what's some of your guilty pleasures when you just ain't, when you ain't got the camera in front of you? Man, I like following all my rich friends on their yachts. So I'll be on their yachts. Come on now. Nah. Yes. <laughs> all these years, I made a lot of friends, and they all they all got money. So they I, they invite me places. I'll take a weekend off just to hang out with them and just enjoy yes. life, man. I, I don't need a billion dollars. I just need a billion friends with a billion dollars. <laughs> and we see the pictures, too. 
<laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all about being a good person. Thank you. Get invited, please. You yes. looking good, brother. This is uh, Maria Moore. Good morning to you. Thank you for joining hey, us. Hey, Maria. Good morning. How good are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. You know, when you came into the comedy game, there were legend greats before you. You know, Richard Pryor, Red Fox, and all of that. And and now these young comedians are looking up to you the same way that I'm sure you looked up to those OGs. What does that evolution feel like to you when these young comedians are coming up to you and saying you inspired them? It feels it feels great, you know. Young guys that's coming up like DC Young Fly, you know. Uh, it's just who I think is your twin. Feeling. I mean, when I hear him, yeah, I, I, I totally he, he see you. Son. Yeah, he might be my son. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm good thing I wasn't that wild. I, but he's great. <laughs> All these young guys, I just love it because it just happens, you know. And they start calling you legend and this and that. He's like, what? What legend? That you know, be taking it like I ain't old like that. But it's, it's, a, it's a compliment. Right. <laughs> it's a compliment and it's a blessing. And I just, I just take it and try to be an example to them and let them know you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta do a lot of things. Just do the work, do the work, and the comedy and the funny gonna come out. But you gotta do the work. You know, a diamond ain't made. Just you gotta, you gotta go through some pressure. You gotta get out there on the road. You gotta do it. So, yeah, I just try to encourage them. But it's a blessing. Hey, Chris, man, you're doing a lot of work with your Chris Tucker Foundation, man. Can you share a little bit more about that? Oh, man, it's the best thing I ever did, man. I was on a lot of trips around the world doing humanitarian stuff with delegations with Clinton and uh, Colin Powell, Oprah Winfrey Bono. And my mom said, start a foundation of your own. You can do even more. So I started a foundation like 10 years ago. We do a golf tournament every year. Y'all got to come out. And we just uh, we raise money and we do a homeless ministry with the churches. We do uh, scholarships and anybody in need, we try to help them out if we can with the, with the Chris Tucker Foundation. So it's the best thing I ever did, digging it. Any movie, opening, any movie, it's just a lot of fun to see people's faces when you're helping them out with, with a new heart or something. You know, we do all types of stuff. Hey, Chris, it's Special K again. Hey, man, before you go, you got to give a shout out to our, our alma mater, our high school that we graduated from. Man, you went to Columbia C. Come on, man. It's the best, man. That's my school. I host the talent show. That's when I started doing stand-up. So my first show in the gym. That's I was hosting talent show. Did yeah. wow. Yes, you did. There it is, man. Yeah, I was most humorous in 11th, 12th grade, so I started a long time ago in high school. I had to figure it out because I wasn't going back to school. I was barely getting out of high school, so that was that was it for me. So, but it kind of worked out, out for you, though. Look at look 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 at look at you now. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. God is good. Man, he's, he's opening up doors. All right, Rick's Morning Show. Hey, shout out to everybody in Columbus, Ohio. Thank y'all for uh, a fun-filled weekend and being so crazy. Something wrong with all of y'all that pay money to come to the show. Something wrong with y'all. Hey, uh, Rock, you would have been crying laughing. Rock. I bet it was bananas, dog. <laughs> Rock, we it, it was something. That's that's all. I love. Them, them late, late show drunk audience that's already went out and had a drink. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> now I got back to my hotel room by 2.30 in the morning, bro. Okay, 2.30. Oh, my God. You gave and then at And then I took a shower. Uh, and then uh, the the hotel alarm went off. Everybody had to go down. I'm on the 10th floor. I had to go down. You had to go downstairs and go outside. Oh, I don't God. know if it was a, a fire drill. I had took a sleep aid. I'm like, what? Jogging suit on backwards. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, going out there, man, and stand out there. The drawstring was, was in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get out of there, man, trying to make hey, I ain't getting nothing else, but I got that cell phone. Though. I ain't finna miss them text messages. You know how they go. Yes, All right. Uh, each week, <laughs> we um, 
read a question from the Rick's Mountain Morning Show social media DM. Uh, so uh, what, what we got today, Rock? All right, just one of our female listeners right here, man. She said, y'all, I'm hoping y'all can help me out. My mom's husband that she's been married to for about 10 years is a creep. Every time I go over there, he says inappropriate things about my body that makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm 29. Him and my mom's are around 55 and 56 years old. Oh, my, my God. Now, my mom brushes it off like, child, you know he like to say all them crazy things, man. And she kind of just laugh it off. But yesterday, he told me, girl, you got all that caboose from your mama. You better find an old player that know what to do with that. Her mama just pretty much <laughs> said, Charles, shut your nasty self up. And then laugh it off. It's always a Charles. Come on, man. But he creeps me out. And I don't know what to do and how to deal with it. Can y'all please help me out and give me some advice? Yeah, yeah. She need to cuss him out. Yeah. She need to cuss him out because it is creepy and inappropriate. You don't say nothing uh, like that. I got I got a bunch of nieces, and I promise you, I done raised a lot of women in my house, and ain't nobody, not one woman, uh, I can ever say they left my house and felt uh, uncomfortable or whatever. Like, as a matter of fact, when it comes to my nieces and my daughters, hey, uh-uh, go back upstairs, go put something on. I don't let them come downstairs, dress stuff. I don't like all that shoulders out and put something on your feet and 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 all that kind of stuff. And I don't like that creepy uncle stuff saying inappropriate comments and, and doing all that. I, that's why I don't like all that joking. And you know all what makes it worse? Yeah. He only been around her mom for like 10 years, so she didn't like grow up with him or nothing. So he's like a... That's really creepy. And you know he's looking at her like in those in those ways. Like every time she come around over that bad boy. That's it's, it's, that's scary, man. Yeah, you know your daughter you know, I had two daughters and then they coming home with their college friends with their little basketball and chili to uh workout gym stuff on. And I call my daughter, I text my daughter, come down to my room and say, Look, tell your friends now we don't we don't dress like that in the house. I, I know that some you know, everybody different. Some people be comfortable or, or whatever, but it's not over sexualizing Oh, but I'm not blaming. Don't get get it twisted. I'm not br- blaming the woman at, at all. Oh, but I'm just 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 saying. But it's so it's more inappropriate for a man to make comments like that, and then I always want to put it in the form of a joke, like a woulda. I'm just kidding stuff. Yeah. I don't like that. He I don't like it at all. It ain't funny. It ain't funny at the dinner table when uncles. And stuff say inappropriate stuff, inappropriate jokes. It's certain dirty jokes that you just don't do around women in the family and family members and and, and stuff like that. You, I, I, well, we got that's... women. In, we got women in here. How? Uh, how does, yeah. How, how y'all? How, how y'all feel about it? Yeah, I, I think it's inappropriate as well. Like it's just not cool. I mean, it's not funny. It's it's creepy. Like you said, it's it's creepy. Yeah, because like, if you mom- laughing about it, you 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 thinking about it somewhere. Yeah. Like Gary said, with that smoke, right. that's fire. You thinking about it? Mm-hmm. You looking? But do you think her mom has some responsibility to like not just laugh it off? Absolutely. Yeah, she got to shut that down quick. Yeah, she the daughter need to cuss him out, and the mama need to have a conversation with him. And if he does it again, then she need to cuss him out or start having a conversation about leaving. Yeah, he can't be around. The, right. Yeah, yeah, because even if she's an adult. Uh, or whatever, you still don't have no business saying certain stuff. You just don't have no business saying that kind of stuff, and it's it's just it's just wrong. It's inappropriate or whatever, and and we need to start talking more about stuff like that. All this generational, uh, 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 uh family members doing stuff and and creepy ass uh, uh stuff and 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 
and that stuff lead to child molestation. Right. And, and stuff. And then family members want to sweep stuff up under the rug and don't want to talk about it, don't want to address some of these doggone uh, stepdads and uncles and dads and men in the family with all this inappropriate behavior. Our job as men is to protect women. Period. And it sounded sound to me like the mama is one of them people that's just glad to have a man. Right. And right. you're going to let your daughter be violated or disrespected by somebody because you're just glad to say you got a man. Right. So if he's saying that to, 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 to his stepdaughter, you know he out here looking at other women and saying stuff that him, he probably doing worse. But if he's saying that to a stepdaughter, he's got to be doing other stuff with other women more than just talking. You know, that old, that old old school freaky dicky going by and them honey pack type dude. Oh. <laughs> Dallas Cowboy jersey tucked in his pants. Right. Sitting up there with them. Man, don't get me started. I can't Starch stand jeans them. with them dress shoes. I, 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 can't, I can't stand them. We, 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 got, we got one that'll never come in my house again. And I don't want to get mad because I started talking about it. Because I, I just get mad about inappropriate behavior towards uh, women in the family. Our job as men is to protect women. And, uh, and I don't like certain stuff. And I don't like certain stuff. I had to pull the family members and say, hey, you got to, you got to watch your language and watch what you say. All that stuff. All that stuff ain't funny. Them little nasty jokes and stuff and throwing hints and, and, and all that kind of stuff. That arrogance, that this bad behavior. You just don't do it. You got to have integrity, Special K. Yeah, he sounds like a bad operate. dude. Yeah, you don't have integrity. In our age group, we supposed to know better. Right. Right. You know, and these folks call you unk, man. They love you and they respect you and stuff, man. You know, you just don't don't go overboard and do this stuff. Now, if you just funny and you got a relationship with certain nieces and, and stuff and they mature and you say something that's funny and got them on the floor crying, laughing or whatever. But if it's more dirty than it is funny, it just it's just awkward and uncomfortable. Don't be out here just pushing jokes. That's what that's what get me off. the. Uh, it, it's, it, that's a whole nother conversation. Uh Especially, remember we were talking about that damn. The, the, we got to do a, a, a top ten. Uh, uh, them uncles that always got to tell them damn jokes that don't be funny. They be trying to force that humor on you. Oh, that's <laughs> right, y'all. Right. Yes, sir. We y'all all know what I'm those. talking about. They right, right. Y'all, you got them old men like that be forcing them jokes and they don't be funny. And it don't be funny. And, and, and I don't they, laugh. And then they are gonna tell it again. And then this one, put this one on your show. You can use this one right here. <laughs> 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 yeah, then the Billy Bob cat. They said Joe. Then they started. Like, <laughs> 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 you need to put that, do that on one of your things. Like man, I would. I say I would never. <laughs> That's why I'm a professional. All right, what we got next, Dave? I forgot. <laughs> we got the song. <laughs> we got the song. That's gonna stay in your head, man. <laughs> Damn, surely. My bad. My bad. No. Yes, I didn't got so mad about that. I forgot what no. we was doing next. No, up next. Up next. <laughs> hey, Brett. Yo, yo! I used, I used to be broken. I was ashy. <laughs> you went from well, ashy to classy. Come on now. Come on now. Mom, well, talking about ashy between the fingers. Ooh, uh, uh-uh, uh, now that's real ashy. <laughs> real ashy, not right out the shower ashy. <laughs> Oh, the knuckles Lord. ashy too. The knuckles looking ashy too. Yeah. Oh, Janine, that, that's the mechanics when they go wash their hand and, and then the knuckles. I used to be broken ashy. Uh-uh. Yeah, boy, the sun. You ain't been you ain't been broke until you was broke and ashy. You can be broke, but you broke and ashy. You ain't got no lotion. 
Because you got that cheap water down lotion. That yeah, y'all got. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, you got. The, yeah, that just that hotel. You oh. got to get that carry lotion and, and put some baby oil in it and shake it up. <laughs> I be greased up all day, shining. Oh, they be like, Lord, damn, they geez. thought I had on some rubber gloves, man. Like <laughs> the dudes that be making barbecue. I'm sorry, Janelle. <laughs> Yeah, they had be greasy, don't they? They had be greasy, man. Then they put it in the video and pull the chicken apart. Come on down. (laughs) (laughs) They don't even use tongs to flip them ribs. They just turn them over with their hands. Get that that corn huskers lotion, which your grandma used to use. All right. Oh, uh, Lord. (laughs) That was thick, boy. (laughs) Janai. That's a thick lotion right there. Come in a gym, boy. Hey man, we are so happy to have uh, Janelle throwing on. <laughs> man, man, I can't, I can't do this today, bro. <laughs> Chill out, man. We got a whole guest on here, and Janelle, and I want to ask you: as mortgage rates hit eight percent, home affordability is becoming incredibly difficult uh, for some people. Like this is getting out of control. So, Janelle, we happy to have you to give us some tips on how to buy a house even when interest rates are high. So, uh, talk to us, Janelle. Help us out. Hey, good morning, good morning. Happy Money Monday, everybody. So, yes, Happy mortgage, we haven't we haven't seen int- mortgage interest rates at this level. It has been a minute, and it's keeping a lot of people from buying. So let's just jump in, and let's help our listeners get ready to buy homes, regardless of rates. So let's start talking about home buyer assistance programs. Most of us think that they're only for first-time home buyers, and that's not always true. So I need you to do your research, though. Some programs are available at the federal level, state, but most of the home buyer assistance programs are actually facilitated at the county level. So you can certainly go to the HUD website, that's HUD.gov, but I need you to check out your own local county website because, again, most of these programs are given out at that level. They can help you with down payment assistance, closing costs even help you get a lower interest rate or even offer tax credits for you. Wow. Well, you I want to know, is it good to pay down debt like credit cards before getting qualified for a mortgage? Yeah. Uh, Brad, it's really going to be even more important now because, you know, we're all familiar with that debt to income ratio. We've heard of that. And that simply means the amount of debt you owe each month compared to the amount of money you make each month. So we're going to have to get that debt down so we can qualify for the homes that we want. So paying down your high interest rate debt, like that credit card debt, I would definitely advise you to start there first. This is all good stuff. I'm so glad you're on this morning, Janai, to talk about this. And, uh, you know, having a home is the American dream. But a lot of people are scared when they see these rates. I've been hearing mortgage rate buy-downs can be a good strategy to help people buy houses when those interest rates are high. So what are mortgage rate buy-downs and tell us how they work. Uh, Maria, I'm so happy that you asked about this because, again, we haven't heard about this in a while because rates haven't been this high. Um, Now, there are two different types of mortgage rate buy-downs. Most of us have heard of the ones that we get directly from our mortgage company, and that simply means we pay them a certain amount of money and we can actually buy down our rate. They can offer us a reduced rate. So, yes, you can still do that, but guess what? You can even ask for your seller to help you buy down your interest rate as well. And the way that that works, the seller will pay money directly to the mortgage company on your behalf to help you buy down that rate. So 
So again, you have a couple of different options, just another strategy people can use to get in their dream house. See, that's why I got my house, my house off Section A. I'm, I'm not going to be. Section, Section A ain't checking your credit. You got to send them, text them a picture that you got your girl pregnant. Next thing you know, y'all get the book. Oh, my God, boy. Um, so now, now, with mortgage rates, uh, uh, rates approaching 8%, now, would you suggest that people buy a house now or wait until the mortgage rate, the mortgage rate drops? You know, if you're ready, meaning that you have consistent income, your credit is solid, you've been saving towards that down payment, um, I would do the math to see if I could buy now. I I wouldn't be waiting because I think, Ricky, a lot of times what people are doing, they're just listening to the news and they're like, the economy is bad. Mortgage rates are high. But guess what? You got to pay to live somewhere anyway, and anyway. rent is ridiculous right now. Ooh, yeah. Hey, hey so, Brad, yeah, what we what we gonna do to help Gary get a house? Uh, <laughs> right. I, don't think, I don't think he want a house, Gary. You don't want a house? Not here. I mean, I don't know people here. I don't know y'all Atlanta Negroes, so. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. Oh, see how you do. I'm sorry. <laughs> So you rather yeah. keep paying rent somewhere? Yeah, honey. Wow. Just deal with them. Gary, Gary, you got to change. Janak, how can you help Gary change his mindset? Like, <laughs> he got the money, but he want to spend all his money on clothes. And I've been trying to get him. I'm like, Gary, buy, at least buy a townhouse. Gary, you need to at least get you a townhouse in Atlanta. You ain't got to know no black folk in Atlanta or be friends with them to buy no house in Atlanta. Yeah, but you got to know your neighborhood, baby, when you're going to your neighborhood at night and stuff, honey, and uh-uh. Gary, all them homeless people outside the apartment complex. I'm going to say, what's your neighborhood like now? You get, you, you get, <laughs> yeah, you get, you get robbed every week. What you talking I know, about? I know. I know. <laughs> I'm praying on it, so Jesus is going to work it out well, for me, honey. Jesus no, also give you common sense, uh-uh. Gary. Right. Lord give you common sense, too, now. I mean, it's, it's too many different areas. Smyrna, Decatur, Duluth. All these just different the areas. Loot. I don't know. Either. Duluth. I just don't know all the that loot. stuff. I'm just like, That's Give me the loot. Give me the loot. <laughs> Gary, what's your, Gary what's your, what is your credit? What's your, you got good credit? I just looked at it the other day. It was five. Oh, um, oh, there we go. Say less. Say yeah, less. But it's coming up. They say it's going to come back up. <laughs> so now, is that good? His credit's going like 530. Is that good? First of all, Gary lying. <laughs> I'm not even believing you for two minutes about that. I know you got that 700, 800 property. Oh, Lord. I wish I did, honey. I'm telling you. I mean, I could show you, honey. But I mean, Gary, them cars paid off. And when your dad died, he left you all that money. Yeah, but I mean, but I took it and I um, saved some of it and I spent a lot of it. So <laughs> You should win an Academy Award right now right. for uh-huh. your acting. For the line. Because, sir. For oh, real? Y'all sir, think you line? Sir, okay. ma'am. Line. Sir, ma'am. Oh, no. Cap. No, but we're just going to pray on it, Ricky. One of these we ain't going to pray. We're not trying to get sympathy. We ain't finna bother the Lord with that mess. Oh. <laughs> Janai. Y'all supposed to be Christians. Yeah. Janai, you hear that? It's supposed to be Christians, honey, and they ain't even trying to pray for me and help me out, Jesus. Yeah, because you can't be lying asking for prayer now. You got to come truthful to the Lord. Uh, message. Yes, Lord. Got some money over there, Gary. We ain't falling for that. But I'm, but one thing that I mean, but the money I pay for rent, though, I mean, you know, honey, that's um, yeah. you know, that's. Uh, but I don't know. What I don't know. I guess I just. Mm-mm. You can have your house paid off by now. 
I know that, but ain't nobody. Bro- then the then broke in the Gary garage and stole his brakes off his Porsche. That's why the brakes <laughs> passed through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, let everybody know if they if they want to reach you and talk about uh finance or if there's any way that you know um you know if they have any questions how can people follow you and how can they find you and, and uh, let them know the name of your company and what you do real quick yeah listen i'd love to hear from you you can always follow me at janai thornton that's j-i-n-i-t-h-o-r-n-t-o-n and ladies you can always join my free money community at thankmelater.money y'all have an amazing money monday everybody hey janai janai hey i I got i got an idea janai next time you come on can you talk about all of these scams and and what people are going to jail for, you know, we be trying to, you know, with black folks trying to put our money together, do something, and then all of a sudden you invest the money, and then a lot of this stuff be a scam, and they start locking people up. Can you talk about all of these scams that I hear? Because people are getting taken advantage of and putting their life savings into stuff and getting hustled, Janai. Well, let me tell you something. That's what we're going to talk about next time I'm on. Yeah, I ain't going to say nothing. You just going to come on and you going to name, like, you maybe name like the top, pun, like them puns and scams. That stuff makes me mad to take advantage of yeah. people like that. So I, I'm excited uh, to have you back on. Huh? Okay. Especially when they take advantage of our seniors, too. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be addressing up next, y'all. Thank you, Janai, so much. Uh, Happy to have you this morning. We got your front page coming up next. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Y'all got your front page. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. The front page is being brought to you by D-Herbs. You deserve to look leaner and feel cleaner, and the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse can help you make it happen. Visit D-Herbs.com and use promo code MARIA for a nice discount at checkout. It's time to get lean and feel clean, so go to D-Herbs.com now, promo code M-A-R-I-A. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Authorities in Tennessee are searching for the son of a Nashville's police chief as a suspect in the Saturday shooting of two police officers. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation issued a statewide blue alert late on Saturday in an effort to locate the suspect, John Drake Jr., who is now wanted on two counts of attempted first-degree murder and should be considered armed and dangerous. Uh, Metro Nashville Police Chief John Drake confirmed that the suspect is his son, saying, I am shocked and deeply saddened to learn that my estranged son is the suspect. In other news, just two servings of red meat per week can increase the risk of developing type 2 diabetes, according to a new study published in the American Journal for Clinical Nutrition. Swapping the red meat for plant-based proteins by comparison was linked to a reduced diabetes risk. Lastly, the uh, family that prays together stays together. And now there's even more proof, Ricky. Researchers analyzed interviews from 200 religious families and found that no matter the religion or background, their belief was a foundation for family resilience. That is I'm Maria awesome. Moore. Yeah, that is awesome. I'm Maria Moore. And that's a quick rundown of this morning's headlines. For more news, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? What up there, Maria? Let's shout out to uh, the 6-1 and one Philadelphia Eagles beat the Dolphins 31-17 to 17 last night in Sunday Night Football. Uh, Eagles got that doggone quarterback sneak they call the tush push that cannot be stopped. Fourth right. and one, third and one, Jalen Hurts getting up on that thing and his whole... 
people pushing from the back and they can't stop him. And it, yeah, uh, you know, Jay, you know how much he um, uh, not bench press, but uh, uh, squat, squat over like six hundred pounds. Yeah, he's strong, but she, but he don't even got to push too hard because they be pushing him from the back. Right. And other teams try to do the same thing and they don't have the same success, man. So the Eagles can figure that thing out, man. <laughs> Gary know all about that. <laughs> the tush push. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gary know all about getting pushed from the back, don't you, Gary? <laughs> Gary got perked up when I said the tush push. Oh, yeah. yes, honey. Hey, Gary ain't never listened to a sports up. report like that. <laughs> Can we get one of those every day? <laughs> Gary said, ooh. Uh, there you go, what? Gary. Philadelphia Freedom. <laughs> yeah. Shine on me. Love you. Shine a light, honey. <laughs> Gary don't ever listen to sports. He heard that tush push. Yes, sir, yes honey. We're going to get you an Eagles helmet, Gary. Yes, Thank you. Yeah, going on. Real quick, man. L.A. Rams. <laughs> L.A. Rams wide receiver Demarcus Robinson was robbed at gunpoint in L.A. this past weekend. Two men approached him and demanded all of his valuables, including some jewelry, what? a watch, some money. It took about a hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. No arrests have been made yet, and you know you can't. Man, I would not why wear. You can't. You can't pay me You can't do wear a herringbone necklace from the kiosk from, in Greenbrier Redbird Mall. You, you, you can't even wear. Crazy. <laughs> that's been, but Rick, that's been a thing in L.A. for the last year or so. Like people know you don't wear jewelry walking around L.A. What oh, is well. wrong with y'all? Everybody want to flash. Everybody want to be flash. Situational awareness, man, boy. When I tell you, I be wearing camouflage. I be blending in. I be hiding in bushes trying to go. I be so damn scared. Mm-hmm. And, and how do and, and how do people prayers get to Jesus if they ain't got no hands? Rock. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Wait a go minute. ahead, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Put their wrists together. <laughs> but the prayers ain't going through. The hands got to be Yeah, together. they ain't going through. That call ain't going through. Shout out to the Texas Rangers, man. They stay alive. Defeat the Houston Astros, of course, in Game 7 in the ALCS tonight. Winner advances to the World Series, man. That's my sports report. If you ain't got no hands, you trying to pray to Jesus. That's like not having Wi-Fi. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, and hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B R A T. I got to tell y'all something. Comedian Prescott said at the break. At the break, get through. I got to tell Rod T. What a comedian said last night, and it's going to wipe y'all out. Brett, what up? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat-Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, 50 Cent has reacted to a huge number of arrests in Missouri related to the Black Mafia family. The G-Unit rapper who uh, created the BMF series on Stars took to Instagram to reveal he was mind-blown by the legal development. He also said he's planning to release a spinoff series based around BMF member Chad E. J-Bo Brown, who was one of those arrested. BMF again. Ain't this a B? 50 wrote in his caption, J-Bo's story is a spinoff. I'ma put it on the tube. You know the vibes. 50 Cent's BMF series, based around the famous drug trafficking and money laundering organization, first aired on Stars in 2021, with the third season set to arrive in 2024. Now, the Eastern District of uh, Missouri announced that over two dozen people have been arrested on drug trafficking and fraud charges. 34 people were charged in connection with the investigation with prosecutors describing the culprits as members of the associates of the black mafia family 
The indictments and arrests targeted an organization that did not just limit their crimes to drug trafficking, the U.S. Attorney General Fleming said. Uh, others have been accused of laundering money for the organization or taking advantage of the coronavirus pandemic to fraudulently obtain thousands of dollars in loans that were intended for struggling businesses and employees. Among those arrested was Chad J. Bo Brown, who was indicted uh, on one count of bank fraud and one count of using a false writing uh, or document. He's accused of submitting a fraudulent IRS Schedule C to obtain a PPP loan. Oh, wow. <sighs> Lord, I hate that. I That's thought all crazy. of that was done and, and they was doing their time and it was, yeah, it they, was over. They, a lot of them going to jail for because they ain't paying it back or something. <sighs> then a lot of stuff. Ah oh, man, I hate that. I hate that. I thought everything was like getting on up and up, and everybody was, you know, whatever. But all right, y'all, because the 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 series is really really good, and it's it's very truthful, and it's it's good. Fifty Cent did a great job. Him and actually Meech Meech who's still locked up, and is a friend of mine. Uh, it's just man, it's 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 a good series. I can't wait to see the the next installment. All right, y'all. Uh, we, we you said you had something to say, Ricky, hey, before hey, I finish. Cut the music. Uh-oh. Cut the music. Uh-oh. Rock. Yeah, dog. I was, I was performing at the uh, Brad. I was performing at the Columbus uh, at the Funny Barn in Columbus, Ohio. Uh huh. Man, uh, Prescott said something so funny, man. I couldn't go on stage, man. They introduced me to come on stage. I was in the back in the DJ booth, laid out on the floor, crying, bro. I couldn't even <laughs> almost do the show. What did he say, dog? <laughs> he said, he said, dog. <laughs> he said, dog. Had, they had a dog that they having puppies every summer. <laughs> he said. He said, Mama, Mama stopped putting burger, burger control pills in the dog food, and, and they end up having a little sister. Mm. You know what? You stupid. I'm not doing it. Nope, nope, you stupid. All right, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the State of Black America with the current president of the National Urban League, Mr. Mark Moriel. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. This is Mark Moriel, and I've got the State of Black America for you this morning. I'm going to focus on felony disenfranchisement. And in order for states to be admitted to the Union after the Civil War, Confederate states were required to ratify the 14th Amendment. However, states began this legacy of denying those who had been convicted of various crimes from voting. This was tied to these quickly enacted measures called the Black Codes. And the Black Codes established penalties for minor and vaguely defined crimes like vagrancy. Today, in the state of Virginia, in the state of Virginia, Governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin is seeking to, if you will, stop those with felony convictions from being able to vote. But a lawsuit filed by Fair Election Center, a nonprofit dedicated to helping individuals with felony convictions, and two disenfranchised Virginians, Gregory Williams and George Hawkins, have sought to stop Glenn Youngkin. Under three governors before Youngkin, Virginia sought to allow those by using objective measures to vote, even though, even though uh, they had been incarcerated. Youngkin threw out that policy, and now we're hoping a federal judge will stop him in his tracks. Now, the lawsuit doesn't call for Virginia to restore voting rights for those with felony convictions, but only, only to ensure that these decisions are being made with clear rules. So we're fighting against Glenn Youngkin in his effort to stop many who have been able to vote from voting again. This is Mark Morial. This is the State of Black America. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. 
and follow me all week long as this conversation continues. Once again, this is the State of Black America, and I am Mark H. Morial. Mark Morial, ladies and gentlemen.